Tater's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater Tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month, Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. 
special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival hosting an incredible offside show Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. Yeah. Uncle Siri knows she's being recorded. Like, watch, like. Is Siri the Almighty God? Siri, what's my name? Look, she doesn't want to talk to you right now. She's trying to meet me. I'm trying to stuck it. Why is it plugged in? Okay, here we go. You know, uh, I heard Siri was. I've asked Siri a lot of questions, and some of them have been like answers that no. You know, it's starting to have its. You know, it's not like that weird doll that said, I want to kill all humans. You know, that one robot thing? Yeah. What was her name again? The doll that wanted to kill all the No, there's, the, uh, there's this one, there's thing where it goes, it kind of, it talks and it looks like a mannequin a little bit and it asks this question, it has a brain. I'll punch it over you, dude. This is some trippy shit. And she's like, and she goes, I mean, that was my attempt at humor, but she was trying to be funny, but she's like, I'm going to kill you all, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Sophie or so- Sophia. Sophia. That's weird, right? Yeah, Sophia's the name and of And then they had those love dolls that everybody just basically abused. They were like, it's not alive, it's fine, I could just punch her in the titty, and, you know, like, they, were, they, they would fuck it up. Hey, look, I'm going to break an arm off. Yeah, this is... Yeah, I mean, I mean it's because they're monster cock. Yeah, that's what's happening. It's just like, just certain whatever, that was, she, her name, she had this name. And it was like, they put a couple of the models out there, and people basically, maybe it was a, a test, I don't know. But it is kind of weird how you can do it, and you say, so you say Siri is, is God now. Siri is like God, God-like. Uh, but what if all the electricity in the world turned off, then there would be no Siri? Then there would be no Siri. It would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be amazing. It would be like a return to like do- somewhere between Island of Dr. Moreau. Uh, you know that one? Oh, yeah. And, oh, and uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Yes, unless you were an ape, right? Because you'd be fucking human chicks, and you'd be like, yeah, doing it, doing it. Big gorilla. I'm already as big as a gorilla. That's fine. <laughs> Isn't that funny, though? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take it AIDS, Roxy. What? I don't have AIDS? What? You're talking about primates fucking humans. Is that what created AIDS? Uh, some sort of chimpanzee. I don't know. Somewhere along. Somebody, How do you know? You don't know. Somebody fucked a monkey. Hey, and this is a, this is a commercial for Roxy Rose Magic Snake Oil. Because you, if you could be as baked as Al- Alvaro right now, you'd be. You'd actually have gotten a pretty fucking good deal out of your day. Totally. Yeah, you're feeling good. You know, and you can't like you can't fake that kind of stuff. Because I know a lot of people have eaten edibles, and I've been like, not feeling it, dude. I'm sitting there going, I'm munching them. Then 
the, the one time that you start, you know, because I used to be like, can't get me, I can eat any edibles. And that one time when it hits you, like, you know, that, because I was, I was in my bed, I, I kind of was like, there was no food, I was at this party. The only thing that they had, it wasn't vegan, but it wasn't meat, were these herb cookies. And it was made by some burners, you know, so they probably really, I just was macking them, you know, one after another. Now, when I, I, I got to my house, I couldn't, I, I was like, I can't move i was like i was like i can't move it was like kind of scary but i was laughing i was like all right so i try to get down the hall it's like kind of like you know like <laughs> it was unbelievable but high you know like i was like i was like i almost had a marijuana overdose i, I haven't I, been that high in so long it's been yeah, but you, you had one like that once well when i was younger yeah because it kind of hit you because you weren't like the, the bull you are now now if it's just too powerful i just go to sleep i just take a nap i know isn't that cool about being old <laughs> you like instead, instead of having like this traumatic experience and having like, oh my child ate all these edibles oh my god and you know like there's this thing and you're almost gonna die because of course you ate too many uh, there's no such thing as a marijuana overdose hungry happy sleep be horny that's it wow all at once man this guy's a this is a party waiting to happen ladies if you just want to ride the stallion and then just not have a guy to talk to tonight because he, he's not going to bother you with conversations or cuddling yeah i'm just going to pass out it's yeah. going to be great <laughs> then you can even just like bitch slap his balls and, and and like you know what he won't he won't wake up he won't wake up so if you've ever wanted to pitch slap a dude in the balls, now's your chance. Now's your chance. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, you know, every day I send the team to come up with some imagery that nobody's ever really said exactly before. Like, bitch slapping balls are fucking God in the mouth. Like, I, I'm thinking about just fucking God in the mouth. Jesus, I, what, Jesus came in my mouth one time. And what happened after that? I called it filet mignon. Filet mignon? Wow, this guy, I mean, I'm going to get him this distone every day. This is going to be cool because I would say kind of like, no matter what you say, it's funny because he got like that kind of cool stoner Spicoli thing going like, yeah, that's true, Mr. Hand. You remember that? Fast <laughs> time. Hello, he's got that. That's, that's, uh, you ever surfed before? Yeah, I surfed. What was that like? That's. I've never surfed. i got to be honest. It's, it's probably one of those singularly most... Uh, how do this say? Exhilarating. Deeply affecting experiences in my life. Was it sensual? Essential? Um, I don't know about sensual, but it's very exhilarating. Um, invigorating. I like that. Exhilarating and, invigor and invigorating. Yeah. But just I don't know. Just to be standing on water and to be pushed by this tremendous... Well, you feel like the Silver Surfer a little bit? You know who that is? Yeah. For Marvel? Yeah. You, you, were, you, were you a big comic book? You feel kind of super when you're on top of that wave. So. so you actually were pretty good at it. You actually got up on a wave. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I, I just haven't done it. What about skydiving? Skydiving. Sky I have not gone skydiving. My, my dick just lost its heart on me. My good friend Dan Podwell no. is an avid skydiver. I made my microphone. Diver. I met that. Dan Podwell is an avid skydiver. I am not. You just met him, right? No, you know Dan. No, I've known Dan for years. Danny, I mean, he's the kind of guy who goes, whoa, got my, my parachute just ready to go. You know, he'd have, and he'd have it just fully rigged. His brain would be so acute at that moment. He's like, well, if it doesn't work, it's not my fault. Right? Totally. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm going to die, but I know I did everything I could. And he'd be like, then he'd feel satisfaction as he was going to die. You know, he wouldn't be, I don't think he's the kind of guy who goes, goes scream like a little girl. I think he would just be like, well, Danny, nice knowing you. Got to go. Now, Dan doesn't live with, Dan, with doubt in his heart. He, he lives with a sure hand. I think, he would, I think he would still be trying to save himself no matter what until the end. And he'd be like, I'm going to figure this out. He'd be looking at, you know, he'd like, I'd be, Dan would not I, I would, I would have the shit. I would just have that, the, the world's ultimate anxiety attack. <laughs> I'd be like, ah, and it would just, it would be over. It'd be cool. Be shitting yourself. It'd be terrible. No poo. No poo. I, I would hold on to the poo. Because, I mean, I know that would come out later, but I just don't want, I don't want to have like, it would be uncomfortable and I'll be just having thinking about it. So I'd probably just hold it in. I, I don't know how I'd do it. 
It's one of those things like you know, when you get hung, you're supposed to crap yourself too. That would be cool, right? Like you're hanging. It's bad enough to humiliation. But then you crap your pants in front of the whole town square. Snap your neck, shit yourself. That's how life goes. Yeah. You know what? They're really trying to put it to you. You know, they're like, they're like, you're not even gonna hang yourself. You have a dirty panties. Yep, that's not good. Unless maybe they put. Now I think when they hang people, they probably just put depends on them just to make sure you know, to clean up the little. Maybe. That, it's only a dollar to. How much does one depend cost, right? Come on, uh, come on, America, that's kick down. So like, we're gonna hang you. Can you put these diapers on, please? <laughs> <laughs> and then we're gonna, yeah, no, not wearing any clothes but the diapers. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you know, we're going to electrocute you now. Can you put on some diapers? <laughs> That's true. Like, what, what, okay, let's go there. Last meal, what would you have? Ooh, last meal? I would have to say some of my mom's lasagna. Whoa, that's, that's a guy who loves his mom, man. I'm really impressed. Are you Italian? Partially. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm an Italian. Everybody on the East Coast is Italian. You know, if you know, pizza, pizza is like the mother's titty. Like, you, know, you see a little kid noshing on a fucking uh, crust like at six months old. <laughs> Get it done. So that's a really beautiful thing. I wish I could say that about my mom's cooking. We had some dishes she really loved. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It was just they're more meat-oriented, and they always were. My dad needed meat every meal. Meat. It's kind of the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you ever yeah. felt bad about the animals so you could eat them, or...? Uh, it's just, you know, do you ever have you ever, I mean, it's even as a little, when you start eating acid, whatever you do, you start getting a little more conscious and you say, Oh, all these ham sandwiches I'm eating are actually a dead pig. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to care. Cause like pigs are obnoxious too. You ever seen them eat a pig? They're not fun. Eat the pig before the pig eats you. I know. Cause they would, if they could, cause they would, if they could. And all animals too. Like I've thought about territorial stuff too, because it's like, you know, like you think about like other animals will kill other animals if they're, they're in their area. What's the difference between that and war? You know, the war of, of countries, you know, it's the same idea of territory so I can survive. And this is my, and it can even be out of ego for some animals. They're like, that's my territory. They might actually kill somebody of a land that they don't actually even go to that much if they see somebody on them. They spray it, they, they piss on this little Yeah, and, and the animals are like that. So why are we any different? That's what I'm trying to say. So uh, you start seeing behavioral patterns that say, this is evil. It's, it's uh, violent. And you say that if you come from this planet, I mean, all the other animals are hella more violent than we are. First and foremost, in almost any type capacity, they're going to kill each other and eat each other. Like, every, every, almost every fish in the sea eats each other. And they're all swimming each other's poo, too, right? Think about it. Depending on how big they are. It's absolutely. a big toilet bowl, right? They're just, like, sitting there like, you know, a shark eats a fucking bunch of fish, takes shit, just swimming right on it. And it's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it filters out, though. That's a big it's, sea. But it's kind of just a giant toilet bowl. The Earth is a giant toilet bowl. Yeah, well, we're wow, that's really good. that's uplifting. That's the kind of day it's been, huh? Yeah, that's the kind of day we had. Is that the world is shit? Thank the world is a toilet bowl. Look, seagulls will just go. Oh shit, cool. They'll eat it too. <laughs> like seagulls gotta be this tight. They can't kill anything. The they're these weird shit, darling. Yes. No, but think about these animals that are scavengers. Like they, they're they're basically dependent on somebody else killing something. They're kind of shit out of luck if somebody don't kill something. Well, you know, you gotta f- kill to feed the tribe. You know. Think about though that existence where like you couldn't go find your own food and the only way you could do it. If somebody else killed something, that's heavy, dude. That would be like just every day of the life of just surviving would be just madness. Right? Insects can eat anything. There's a lot of them that are just going to eat live or whatever's happening. But there's those weird jackals. Like, why can't jackals kill their own uh, the bees? Why didn't they don't do it? Yeah, like if you were living out in the wild and you were stranded. Hyenas, I think, kill things. I think hyenas are pretty like, good. Like if you were stranded out in the wild, there's no way you would be able to find enough ammunition to hunt with you. you but I would have to uh, depend on another animal to kill it first. You'd have to kill yeah, I'd have to be able to kill an animal, but I'm saying I wouldn't. Yeah, you're missing the point. Like, when you have to, like, basically, uh, what is that, hopscotch? 
You know, you just yell, you have to jump over. No, oh yeah, I'm a piggy. What is that thing? Piggy? How do you do that when you jump over somebody? What was that called again? Leapfrog. Yeah, thank you. It's not like leapfrog. There you go. Uh, shoots and ladders. We're going that far, far back. But I'm saying if you had to actually leapfrog onto your meal, it just would be just crazy. Why, why would God create these animals that can't kill their own food? Uh, so they can be eaten. But they're not being eaten. They're eating stuff that other people are eating. Uh, they're killing. It's just really just madness. And I say... W- which animals are you specifying, though? I'm saying like vultures, for example. No, vultures don't kill. They just look for road uh, things. They live off of what land animals kill. Well, that every animal has a niche, and the vulture's niche is to eat dead things, like just like at the bottom. Oh, it's so gross. So it's dead for a while too. I think that's a, some of that shit is like just, just like in the ocean. You have bottom feeders. You have crabs. You have others. And they just eat. Poo. They probably eat the yeah, poo yeah, that goes yeah, down yeah, there. They're yeah, just yeah, macking yeah, up yeah, poo. Yeah, they eat, all <laughs> the dead, they eat all the dead whales that sink to the bottom. All the they do. Yeah. What, so a dead whale just dies and it goes to the bottom? I heard they wash ashore. No, not necessarily. No, some of them don't make it that far into shore. Or they're so far out there, they just sink. They're so far, they just sink, and then there's just crabs and all sorts of, like, weird, like... But so much is their constant... It must be just crazy. That just existence could have evolved out of nothing. The blackness. There we were. No existence. And all of a sudden, there's existence. It seems really hard to believe. Who's writing me here? That's my wife. I'm sending you a picture of the building. I think she wants us to come see the dance performance. You want to go see dance? Sure, why not? I don't know, he does, I don't know if he does, but he wants to look at some... some uh, they do a couple splits. There's one girl I think is, gets naked. She's oh, cool. It's cool. You know, if you tell guys, hey, there's going to be naked girls, uh, and they'd definitely be down. We just started getting flowing here. It took us two years. It was, it was like that long foreplay. Like, you're with a girl, you're kind of finger-banging her for 45 minutes or something and kissing her and stuff. Then you go, okay. Now I'm going to go down to the titties, right? You go, oh, yeah, these titties are amazing. Run that for about a half hour. Then you got to go, okay, now I'm going to come my way down to your box, you know, and then you know I'm worshiping you, girl. And that's what this conversation was like with Alvaro Andres. So I thought, I'm going to play some electronica here if I can before uh, it all ends and uh, just go to hell. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. But this is kind of we're just starting to get talking about stuff. And that's kind of stuff I normally would talk about. But we're gonna see, let's see the Zoom play. Check this out. I did this. That's why my student, I just did it. Let's see, we'll play a little clip of it. It's not gonna be a lot of it. I'm getting, you know what? Should I just cap the lyrics? I don't know. Should I do it? Tell me. Call him 55. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm not gonna do it. I can do it. Can't do it on here. No. Never said I would. But then it came on. Another picture, another picture of you. Something like that, but it was a lot more, it was a lot more alive. See, that was good, you almost could feel it. It was good. Okay, good. I'll give you a little sample. That's all you get, a little taste. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cool? Now, I'm with that. I don't think anybody's ever said I'm down with Trump, because that would just be like madness, and I just, they would just, that would be, up. what can you say on that one? But I've heard of dead things, just a lot of things, but just, you know, music, uh, spirituality, uh, they usually see your exterior in life, and people do that on purpose to some degree. Mostly we do have these facades, or just like an image you're trying to uphold in a, a community if you're going to be like, I'm going to church, and you know, one of those things like that. So, uh, oh, that was kind of like release. I mean, the songs want to be way better than that. A little bit more like Wolfsheim, a band that does does a song called "When I." Hey, can you punch up Wolfsheim? We'll do it. It's a song called "When You're." Uh, I find you're gone, and we're gonna play that because we'll you're gonna find us gone after this. We're gonna maybe see if we're gonna go to dance. But Wolfsheim, O W O L F for you kids at home. Uh, one word: S H I I E I M. I think it'll punch up.
I find you're gone. A wolf shine? Yeah, yeah. Wolf shine. Wolf shine. Yeah, it should be there. Find your gone. Should be there. Find your gun right there. Yeah. So find your gun. I'm going to play this. I'm going to check in with my wife. We're talking about some cool stuff, and uh, we just got cooking. So um, we'll be back next weekend. I'm going to do everything I can for you people out there to make the show everything it can be. We'll shine.
that was will shine with my fire one of the most inspiring uh, videos i've seen and then when it comes from a song that says i find you're here and i find you're gone and it's uh, about eight minutes long altogether but it's one of the more inspiring videos the way it was put together so go do yourself a favor go check it out will shine uh w-o-l-f-s-h-e-i-m i think and i find you're gone they're from germany they're real cool and that's kind of what i found this last song after so um Oh, you're not playing Creed, dude. Playing Creed. Oh my God, he's gonna play Creed. Oh my God, you're so fired. That's it. No, no, not okay. Not okay even to see that word. <laughs> That's a. What song? By who? Okay, go Ted Nugent Stranglehold. Just, just it goes cut to the chase. Yeah, Stranglehold. Do you know the song? All right, we're just going there. This has been a Ted Nugent Stranglehold uh, hour. And if you don't know this song, you have to hear this, dude. I mean, you, like, really are ripping. I got to really educate this guy. Seriously, just some serious riffing. This is Ted Nugent Stranglehold. Oh, yeah. Even you know, no matter if this guy beats up women or, or eats a lot of animals. I don't think he beats up women at all, but he's like, he's kind of said some racial things, and I'll, I will preface it with that. But that don't mean shit compared to this riff. And it's just people like, you know, uh, there's a lot of, um, I'm not going to go race it. I'm not going to go there. But everybody's got a lot of have everybody. So and uh, he just only, it's just it's some comment that's just not politically correct. Ted Nugent, Stranglehold, baby. Gotta love this shit.
Oh, yeah, Ted Nugent bringing it. Bringing it home. He's going to try to punch up this one song. We're going to close it out. Uh, thank you for listening. If you did, um, we'll be back next week with, with way more pop and the, the pep in the step. What do you got here? Who is it? Who's it? Enjoy the science? Oh, Depeche Mode. Awesome. And he said Depeche. I say Depeche. We got Depeche happening here. Ted Nugent to Depeche. I think the first time in radio history the two bands were combined on one show. Do you know what I'm saying? Depeche Mode and Ted Nugent? That is, that is madness. Yeah, that, that is a first. Thank you. Okay, let's, let's do it. Hey, you got your mic up. What song are we going to listen to? Enjoy the silence by Depeche Mode. Enjoy that silence. Enjoy it.
with a silence. Uh, I love it as much as I love a lot of things, including uh, pizza. Oh, there's my wife. I don't know. I'm doing five things at once. Look, he had to confuse the issue by actually continuing the show when we were trying to do a rap. But it's fine. Because, you know, that means I get to say other things to you guys about. You know, I want to I mention a little thing about this, the, that weird DNA testing they're doing with, uh, you know, they do, they're doing that thing where they said, if you care somebody, give the gift of, of your heritage. You know, that's the kind of thing where they're doing that thing where you give a, like either a jizz shot or a sperm sample or something. Or, or like spit. The thing is from your spit, right? You're not, you know. They do the, the cheek scraping is what they do. Cheek scraping? They, they're going to scrape my butt cheeks for... <laughs> yeah. No, they're not? No, no. The, the inside of your... your Are you mic. sure? No, you, dad, you know my real dad. They take a swab <laughs> and they swab your mouth. Your mouth the okay, I know you've heard about this. You know anybody who's had this done? Yeah, my dad. And uh, do you, through him, you pretty much know it, so you don't have to have your cheek scraped. I don't... I, you know, I could do my own. I want a girl to scrape uh, my cheek. I don't, I, don't, I don't want a guy to scrape my cheek. I want a girl to do it. You, you don't want a guy to scrape your cheek? What, no, what, no, because it just wrong with a guy scraping your cheek? Uh, if I, you have to ask that question, you'll never know. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> like you know, like kinda, you got to go, well, I mean, I don't mind if a guy scrapes my cheeks, but, I mean, it used to be like, you know, like when I have that, like kind of like you'd have that hernia test when you were a kid. You know, like they used to do this. I know there's people seeing this as madness. I'm, I know we went there. Yeah, I was, I was much more comfortable when I dropped my pants in front of a, a Harvard medical student. Yeah, there's some guy with rubber gloves on. It was weird. No, it was a woman. No, but what about the guy? Well, I'm just saying, I understand your perspective, is what I'm you saying. Get, you feel my pain, right? I, feel I mean, it's pain. like, it was just weird. Look at this. I'm still trying to get this thing together. Yeah. And it's the end of the show, so I mean, that means we were a success today. But we're talking about prostate again. Sam's <laughs> I give up. Today's one of those days. I give up. But we were talking about these kind of weird, like, tests that they're doing, right? They're kind of like saying, okay, we're going to scrape your thing. What, what was your heritage? Did you find out? If you don't mind sharing, you don't have to tell people. Oh, what did I find out from my dad's DNA test? Yes, correct. I found out that I'm so many things that it's so many, it's so hard to list. Like I'm uh, Portuguese, Spanish, English, Italian, Welsh, um, like a few African tribes, a few native tribes. Um, so, th- so there's it, it, all this, there's all these, um, there, there's, there's all this information in your spit. Yeah, just so much. Or your cheek. Just Not, you know, you spit. Just in your saliva, there's so much. So, so basically, is that heritage. like, why do they take it from the cheek instead of somewhere else? Do you know? Well, because you have, you have a highest uh, concentration of... Uh, DNA of, in your mouth. Of cells in your mouth, yeah. So that's just things like, like, like you know, when you're, when you're smoking pole and shit, are you really getting the highest concentration of their DNA on your DNA? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, that's how babies are made. Yeah. You can, yeah. <laughs> actually, I think they've done studies on couples, like the long-term couples who have like uh, trace elements of their partner's DNA in their mouths because of That's just weird. I'm, I'm that means we're morphing into each other. Is that a real... You know, I once did this with this girl that I was dating. Like she had the biggest clit I was ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, it wasn't just like, it was monster clit. Was it like, and she was falling. She's a big Italian chick. Was it like a doorbell? It was a door handle. No, it was more. I mean, it, was, I, it went really. I mean, come on. I mean, that's a little bit over it, but it was still cool. It was still cool. It was like a thumb or something, right? It was like a thumb. I was a thumb of a, of a toenail. Like you know, a, like on a foot. I was on a foot. It was like so, your weenus. What? Like your weenus? Not my weenus. My weenus is much. What? You want? You want? Do you want to just you want, got a ruler? You we're, no, we're talking about an actual weenus, not a not a penis. No, weenus means. I, weenus is another word for penis. That's all. Is it? Yeah, I wasn't calling a woman penis because you thought it was a woman weenus. 
What are you trying to say there? You trying no, to you no, know, no, let's no, do it? No. Bust out your dick. Yeah, let's go. We're doing it. You guys gonna see it right now. I am not putting my dick out. Okay, yo, because he's he's shy, boy. No, this is your weenus right here. That's your fucking weenus. That's your weenus. Why? Where'd you hear that? That's your weenus. You don't know your fucking weenuses? This is your weenus. Look at it. This is my weenus. How do you know that? That's my weenus. Because I know it. This is you're making that up. This is a weenus. Nobody. Who told you that? I'm gonna keep saying this is a weenus because this is what a weenus is. No, you're but you're lying. Ladies, this is my weenus. I hope you can deal with that. How did you find out it was a weenus? Is that a medical term? No, nah, it's like an elementary school term, dude. It's like they called you. They called that your weenus. That's your weenus. Dude. Nobody called it a weenus. It's my weenus. Dude, I don't have a weenus though. You know, it's like I have. I call it a weenus, which is just basically. <laughs> a, we were at the uh, San Francisco. Uh, what's that place out by the? Um, the Golden Gate Bridge. You know what that thing's called again? What's that? The school, uh, the Exploratorium. Oh, the Exploratorium. Yeah, that place is cool. Yeah, so they had this thing where the she looked across from me, and I looked across from her, and our faces like merged into each other. It had that machine like that. Mm-hmm. It freaked me the fuck out. Okay, <laughs> I was like, because I just didn't like it. I didn't. I was, I was like, I didn't. I was my. It was like, you know, it kind of felt like my my sphere. I hadn't grown to be the the the, uh, the grizzled veteran that I am today, that I, where I can just be like, if I did, I'd be like, ah, staring into the face of death. <laughs> Take me now, you know, like, or just, well, you ain't going to get me, whatever your statement have to say that. And I just really don't feel like I was there yet at that point. I just, life, I just hadn't gotten to that point. Right. I was afraid of death. Not afraid of death, I just didn't want to think about it. And we're not going to think about it right now because we're doing the radio. So, so, so he's talking about weenuses, I guess. So she had a big clit, and people check their, their TNA from not from their clit, but from the inside of their cheeks. Firstly, here's what I want to say yeah, on the air because this guy's confused me with his. I apologize. This is not NPR material, but in a way. NPR is way better, way better. You know, like I was just thinking about uh, a lot of things the other night. I was doing this great monologue to myself, and um, I was just saying, because uh, you know, I really am a funny motherfucker. So I was sitting there, like you know, kind of in between playing my sets. I played some sets down in the studio where I played drums for like two hours, then played bass for like three hours. And it was like, that says not, there's no exaggeration. That's like oh, what happened. I was really driven. But sometimes I was just like, oh, you know, so look at this thing over here, da da da. And you go, what? And you're like, what the fuck? Like you kind of go, well, what even is happening out there? And so now they're taking these things where they're scraping your cheek and people are volunteering just like Facebook, just like MySpace before, where we're basically doing these social media things that gives them an immediate uh, personality profile of who we are. Yeah, and an extra breeding programs. Now they're taking the cheek stuff off your cheeks. They're going to put that in a cell. They can duplicate it. They're going to be everybody's either populating other planets with our DNA. Totally. Is. Or saving it in a, in a way that they can do it that humans, at least on the surface, have not have a way besides cryogenics and ways of keeping things alive through, through freezing them. That we can actually rebirth them in another time and uh, some being will come out of that DNA without a mother or father. Or it could be like plot twist, like do this for us or we'll release your clone and he'll replace you and you won't have a life anymore. Ooh. Yeah, you either you do it or your clone's going to do it, asshole. So I suggest you get, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, remember, you ever seen a Simpsons one? Oh, well, no, it was actually filming a guy with Bitch Stewie. Like he cloned himself and he had this thing called Bitch Stewie. Bitch Stewie, I missed that one. No, you guys, so he's washing his back. He's Bitch Stewie washing his back. <laughs> and like he's doing his thing. But so wouldn't we all want to clone? But he has to be stupider than you. Or else he'll take over, you know? Oh, yeah, he has to be a dumb. You know, but then again, dumber doesn't necessarily mean like uh, less successful. You know, they could just be lucky. I know, think about Trump, right? You know, I mean, you dumb as fuck, but uh, he's, he was successful. You know, he died. one of my favorite parts of the things he did was that he said, you know, everybody talks about this net. He goes, my father gave me a small loan, a million dollars, and I started my business. Went on a small loan. 
Yeah, small, small loan that he squandered. No, small loan, a million bucks. Do you know how much a million bucks was worth when he was like 20 years old? Yeah. A lot more than it is today. Much more, yeah. So, like, the guy got to think about this guy's perspective is so warped that letting a man like that run this country has got to be one of the, the most horrific, though not really that much worse than any of the rest of them because they were all rich. The how much money that you have to spend to become the president of the United States is disgraceful. If people cannot get out there and just be a good man and say, I'm the right man for the job. And if they still have the audacity to ask for campaign donations. Yeah, they're totally rich. Yeah, fuckers. Totally rich. Like, look at the Bushes. They got money coming out their butts. Couldn't save them in the end. You see George Bush's face near his then He had the stroke. And he was like this. He was like, Egh. Like, it was like his face was in a permanent. Just, <laughs> dude, I swear to God, you have to see it. Look it up. George Bush, near death. Uh, I think he's still alive, though, isn't he? Is that our next song? What? <laughs> George, George Bush was a sexy man. Barbara Bush has to be one of the most manly women I've ever seen in my life. The fact that he married her, probably at least 20 years older than him, shows that everything was just, it's like kind of like Hollywood, the way you put people put these things together. Families coming together that have money to make more money. They keep the dynasty going for the grandchildren. In some ways, you say, well, who gives a fuck my, grand, my, my grandchildren? I'm not a dad, so I don't understand this kind of like the genealogy thing of wanting their thing to go on and that pride and that feeling of going, fuck the world. I made a fortune, and even my fucking grandchildren are assholes and drug addicts. I still want them to have the money as opposed to somebody else. Yeah, well, you know, that's self-preservation right there. That's just like... You know. Is it self-preservation? I mean, they kind of... And they probably do care that their grandchildren are like that. But you got to almost guarantee that at least half the people are born into money are fuck-ups. You or, know, or they become fuck-ups, you know. No, I'm just saying in a sense that they just don't do, have anything to do. What do you do when you're so rich you don't have to work? That's a good question. I don't know that. They're like, well, answer. I'm going to the Yacht Club. I'm going to go just be, get, get, get a rub down. And people are just going to like, just these people are just like constantly in a state of, how, do they, how, how can they spend their money today? You know, and then each day they have to come up with some way to spend more money. Or else what else are they doing? They're just like, what? I, I'm, I don't think that that's their, that's their job is to spend money. I'm just trying to come up with more ways to be able to take on the value meal, you know? Yeah, you're like the, you're like the kid's happy meal. He's like, that's a banquet right there for me, pal. That's a banquet. It's, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going there. I'm going for it. That's Sorry, a dollar, that's a dollar twenty-nine. That's a McChicken right there. That's McChicken. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's, like he's like, he's got his feet back under him. He's feeling good now. I just had to nurse him back because, you know, like when someone goes out to sea on the snake oil, you gotta go, whoa. Hey, come on. Hey, pal. Hey, you go. Come on. I was back. I was floating for a little bit. Floating. No, no. And it's good. Once you get it, it's kind of like that mushroom buzz. You know, you ever eat mushrooms where you're all terribly, like, absolutely terrified? Have you ever, have you, have you done mushrooms? No, the only time I, I, you know, I wasn't terrified when I was on mushrooms. I was hysterical when I was on mushrooms. They make you laugh. Yeah, but I mean, I guess for me, maybe I did a little stronger ones or maybe more. And, um, you know, it's kind of like this thing where I, you know, because I used to work with them. And I was at this Ecom, this uh, regular artist called Ecom House. I lost my shit in there. I was like, all of a sudden, it just got so weird. I, every place I stood in the club was like really fucking, just, just like you're sitting there, just you can't you can't find your spot. You're feeling everybody's either looking at you or you're just you're just not comfortable in your skin. Ran out, almost ran out, walked all the way home, and then I was like, fuck this. I just paid to get in. I want to go see the show. And it was like, but I, well, before that, I actually ran up to the bar and tried to down a couple beers to put myself like in a, a good place. Right. You know, you're kind of like you're like, oh my god, I'm sorry for you. Pat a beer back. You're like. It's not working, kind of. Okay, I'm going to do another one. And it was like, kind of crazy because then it was like, I did. I fled the club. And I, there's only a few situations where I really am like, I'm freaking out. I can't handle it. Rollers, I'm kind of like a heavyweight champ with that kind of shit. I can do it. But sometimes the buzz hits you and you're just like, you just, I got to get the fuck out of here because I'm, I'm going to hit the floor. Or something's going to happen. I'm just feeling dizzy. 
I walked out and came back, and I had the best night of my life. This dancing. Once I got back there, so mushrooms. I'm saying, sometimes things are like that with the with sneak oil too, where you can have a really. It's like, you know, I heard ketamine's the same way. Have you ever tried that before? Ketamine. That's like, it's okay. like it's a tranquilizer. It's, it's kangaroo dude. tranquilizer. That, right that shit numbs you up, dude. Yeah, but actually it was really fun. You do it, you don't have to do a little bit more. And this guy's a douchebag. I'm not even going to call him by name, but uh, he actually did give me um, he gave me exact description of what my experience was going to be. So he's really like to do, he like, it was like um, a melting pot of, of intoxicants. And like, you know, uh, it was just that way. So every weekend him and his girlfriend would be doing, oh, no, we're doing mushrooms or, or smoking DMT, you know, doing stuff like that. No, I never smoked DMT, I couldn't say. I only did DMT once, supposedly, that they said it was DMT. God. I heard it's like LSD for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, think about it, if you're already tripping. And then you do that. That was crazy. I was in Nassau Coliseum out in uh, Long Island. And I was seeing this concert. And it just was just unbelievable experience of just, uh, you couldn't even, you couldn't see it in front of your face. You're hallucinating so much. So like, like for you, the, this is a lesson for you kids out there. I don't know if you guys see it, but let Roxy Roller do the drugs so you don't have to. That's over that's that's the PSA is brought to you by... Um, uh, Roxy Rollers, Magic Snake Cole, and also uh, Rock and Roll. Uh, this has been a long night. It's been a long day, and I just woke up. Let me see. Like, maybe if I can do it, you want to play another song, maybe, for the people? Or you keep talking about it? What's on your eyes? I'm probably going to miss her. I think she said it was at 7. I'm probably missing it already. Yeah, it's, it's about time to bail here. Yeah, you you got to go? Yeah. Okay, he's got to go. He's going to I might miss my wife's performance anyway. If any people out there, maybe I could try to make a run for it. Thank you for listening. I'm going to go ahead. Can you hit up a, a nighttime playlist? This is the Roxy Roller Radio Show signing out for now. We'll be back next week with way more or way less. We never know. That's the, that's the excitement. That's the, that's the splendor. That's the, that is the glory of the Roxy Roller Radio Show. We'll be back soon, I hope. Wow, this is sad. The most depressing shit I've ever done. i got to be honest with you guys out there. I hope you enjoyed it. It was fun seeing, seeing, uh, seeing the fish fry. Um, the helicopter's not circling overhead right now. Or are they? It's getting weirder by the second. Uh, I think that snake oil is kicking in now. They're not looking for us yet. Yeah. All right. We'll be back uh, soon. Love you guys. Well, my favorite thing, this is another thing I believe in, like, uh, when creditors call me, I oh will God. fuck with them, and, and now, um, I think... Th- you have credit card debt? You have debt? Uh, yeah, I, I have debt, but they, they won't call me anymore because I've just wasted so much of their time, and, you know, after seven years, it just resets, right? Does it? Yeah, 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 so no. but what you have to do is when they call you, you can't admit it's you. When they're like, hi, this is Pam Benjamin, you can't say it's, it's you. You don't have so to say I, it's not me. I couldn't answer the phone. This is Pam. That's how I always answer the phone. Right, you also have to change your uh, voicemail message. Wow! But uh, that's the thing I didn't know because my I, I would live to fuck with these people. They call me, and the only way you can really keep them on the phone is if you admit it's you. You know. Right, because otherwise they want it. Otherwise they'll try to hang up and stuff. But like I, I knew exactly. So so I, I. Who did you learn this trick from? 
Did you read well, it in a book? I, no, I just figured it out after oh. they kept calling me. And basically, okay, I, a credit score is an imaginary fucking number, all right? It's not a real physical thing. It's an imaginary fucking number. I don't believe in credit scores. So you're not going to threaten me. They, they threaten me, oh, right. we'll fucking ruin your credit score. Go for it. I'm going for the world's lowest credit score. You know? <laughs> and I just fuck it. I'd be like, how do you people sleep at night? Try, your, your whole job is to get money from poor people. You fuck it. For yeah. fucking rich corporations. You, you, you know, just going off yeah because i love that a confrontation where there's no risk of physical there's, right uh, altercation and they totally deserve it their their job i don't give a their fuck you know, to feed my family well how about you do something that actually helps society instead of stealing money from four poor people yeah fucking douchebag so i don't yeah yeah no i agree because that's the thing if you have a credit card that means you don't have the cash to pay for something which means you're poor but it's not all cre- <laughs> i never had a credit card in my life and i probably never will because my credit score is so low but uh well they'll give you a credit card they just give you like a 18 or 19 percent interest rate monthly uh, combinant so when you have a low credit score you can get lower lower interest because they know you'll pay it back but otherwise they keep you at a really oh, right, high interest right, right. rate so that you'll pay it off every month and they try to scare you but then it just keeps racking and racking and racking and racking and that's when you say fuck you and then right. don't talk to them for seven years right. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but my stuff wasn't even credit card debt it was like um it was uh, uh, there was a hospital thing. Oh, that, there was a that should be forgiven. That's not fair. I, I think I, I think yeah. hospital debt can't fuck with your credit score, but the, the creditors would still call me for the hospital debt. Sure, of course. And then it was shit for like unpaid, uh, y- y- you know, um, like uh, trains or whatever, unpaid tolls and stuff. Oh, yeah. I just like to welcome y'all. Well, that, uh, I, that's when I, because I looked at my actual credit report and um, most of it was stemmed from those kind of things. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it was never like I fucked. And I'd just like to welcome y'all to Afternoon Delight 6.9. Did he just say 69? Yeah, if you tuning in right now, you just on time. Oh, boy. It's a podcast. I don't know, maybe you've heard of them. Perhaps you've been living under a rock, which brings me to... Uh, our hosts, we got Amanda Rocks. Amanda Rocks! Karaoke host from Oklahoma. Kind of makes me think of Okie from Muskogee. I think that was Merle Haggard. Anybody ever listen to Merle Haggard? We got uh, Sarah Late Ass Sparkles. They've been calling her Late Ass Sparkles because she's on time to everything and sparkly. So your motherfuckers gotta stop listening to me and start listening to these two females. And I mean, they're crazy. Like, you know, batshit crazy. Get the kids to sit you know what I'm saying? Enjoy the show. Welcome to Afternoon Delight. This is Amanda Rocks. And Sarah Sparkles. And Delightful Dave. And back from the dead. Broken. Bob. <laughs> All right. So we got a whole studio full of people today. So many. So many. We can't see you waving. So <laughs> we are happy to call them our friends and our friends of friends and family. All right. So I would say the old um, the old hats at this should go. And Russell, why don't we start with you out there and you can tell us hello <laughs> and who you are, even though I just did. Hi, everyone. Um, can, you, can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Russell back with the truffles, a smorgasbord of truffles for the hosts and the guests. 
Hell yeah, you just had like a run. A truffle smorgasbord of the weekend during St. Patrick's Day. Of the gargantuan birthday weekend with oh gargantuan yeah. truffles. And did we that get the one from my house? Weekend. From your house? From the house? I did bring a gargantuan thin mint truffle for you guys. Wasn't there one in the fridge? Yeah, but I made this one for you guys. Really? Yay. Oh, do we get to eat one in the fridge? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm awesome. coming over. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we'll need help with that. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so, so who's next? It's Critterbug. Hi, Hi Critter. Here with a bunch of kids. Yay. Ba -bum, bum, bum, I love it when you call me a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you weren't talking about me. And who else do we got next? Talking to the mic. You can move it up to you. I'm Rihanna. Hi, Rihanna. And I'm Kevin.